Hey everyone, this is Adam from Run Through the End This Great Podcast. If you're thinking about starting your own podcast, I recommend using the Anchor app. It is easy to use, plus you can use it on your phone, computer, or even your tablet. You can find the Anchor app in either Apple or Android stores. So remember, when you're going to start your own podcast, use Anchor. Welcome to the Run Through the Endless Gray podcast. I'm your host, Espo. Adam and Brian are not going to be here tonight, but I do have uh, my friend Tim Berger, who has been on the show before, and I'll have Mark Eichler, who has also been on the show before. Uh, Right now, I'm not sure if Mark's available. I understand that he is waiting on a ride back to his house. Uh, He was out celebrating Memorial Day. It's our Memorial Day show. Um, to recap the last show, I had on uh, John Max, and Mark tried to chime in, but he wasn't too successful. He was uh, he was at the, the lounge having a drink, and uh, he fell off for a minute. So John and I continued the show, and Mark was never able to make it back on. Um, we talked about the fact that John Max wasn't able to, um, or, or <laughs> wasn't able to, uh, John Max wasn't alive during 9-11 and he talked about how it slowly died off while he was in school and then uh, he told us about his little business venture with microgreens and he actually sent me a jar of honey I believe I posted it on our Twitter page Endless Gray One at Endless Gray One on Twitter uh, come follow and check us out I'll post a little bit about this show too uh, which I'm currently doing from a basement Last time I did the show, I was on drill. Um, so I hope you enjoy the show, and I'll be back in a minute. Welcome back to the show. This is Run Through the Endless Gray Podcast. I'm your host, Espo. I'm here with my buddy, Tim Berger, and hopefully uh, Mark Eichler will be able to join us in a little bit. Uh, today's topic's just going to be Memorial Day. How are you, Tim? I'm doing good. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Uh, how was your Memorial Day? I was laid back, just taking some time off. I actually went, I'm actually on uh, leave right now for... So, uh, I decided to take a little time off. Okay. Um, what, what do you, do you have any plans for leave? I kind of saw some Facebook photos and, and stuff that you guys were doing. Uh, we're celebrating my daughter's birthday. Um, we're planning on going to see my grandma who just, uh, passed away here in the same time. Being uh, have remission of the cancer. Right, right. I, I, um, I wish her the best. I, I keep her in my prayers every day. Uh, I saw some pictures from the Parthenon. Oh yeah, we, that was fun. 
and that we went there a long time ago yeah we were there it brought back some good memories uh mark mark yeah. chimed in how you doing mark hello i know mark's in the room i just can't hear his audio All right. Well, we'll just uh, continue a little bit more on on the uh, Parthenon. Now, this is the one in Tennessee where they they filmed Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief, right? Yeah. Oh, that's it cool. Also, uh, also was uh, used during the nineteen early nineteen hundreds for the uh, World Fair that used to travel around from Tennessee. That's why oh. the uh, Nashville built it was to entertain the World Fair. Yeah, I'm. I don't think I knew that. I don't think I knew that. <laughs> um, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, what did you guys do while you were there? Did you did you just go around and look at the place? Uh, you took your daughter there, right? Yeah, we uh, we uh, entertained. We entertained the grandmas who came from Florida, and they never been to the Parthenon. And I was like, I was like, we should go. Just uh, like a something that is only in Nashville, Tennessee. Right. That's pretty cool. Um, I know we, we, we went there uh, back when we were in the Warrior Leaders course, uh, which is which is basically the course to become an NCO. Now it's now it's uh, by a different name, but back then it was WLC. And I really yeah. I really enjoyed Before that. that it was a different name too, so yeah so um do you have any other plans for leave or uh any uh, not really i'm just i need to i need to just relax um it's been a it's been not a rough year but it's just been a kind of the covid year it wasn't a lot going on but it also wasn't a lot that uh, you were like you're not used to work anymore so like when you do work it's like ultra stressful yeah, yeah, I I kept myself pretty busy during COVID. Um, a lot of job sites were shutting down, and and uh, they were, you know, they would go on and off based on when someone tested positive. So it it was really hard to get used to that schedule. And now I'm just getting back to normal schedules. So right now I'm on a job where. Uh, it's an eight o'clock start because of city city noise ordinances or township noise ordinances, and it's just it's just getting annoying. Like like uh, I'm not used to seven o'clock or eight o'clock starts. I'm used to seven or even a six o'clock start, and I'm getting I'm getting you know back into the swing of things myself. Uh, Mark, I think you're on now, right? Yeah, I'm on. I just have my camera turned off. Oh okay. Uh, how how's everything going, buddy? Uh, doing okay. Starting a new job tomorrow. Very cool. Um, uh, Mark, I believe uh, we we have Tim on now, and uh, ha you may remember Tim from my wedding. And uh, how about Tim? You may remember Mark from my wedding as well. Oh, I remember Mark. He uh, I didn't get to talk to him a whole lot. He was hanging out with a lot of other people. I was just trying to be the bartender with everybody. You guys all have a good time. <laughs> that's that's great man um i think your wedding had like six bartenders plus the person actually tending bar yeah i think tim jumped back there and tended bar himself for a little bit 
<laughs> because the, the bartender walked off and Tim was like, fuck it, I'm going to just go make my own drinks. Yeah, I started making everybody else's drinks for him too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mark, we were talking a little bit about Memorial Day. How, how did uh, how did you spend your Memorial Day? Uh, I went to a barbecue at the cigar lounge. Oh, that's pretty nice. What was all available? Uh, chicken, burgers, hot dogs. I forget all what else. Not uh, a typical barbecue type food, right? Yeah. Uh, tight, tight, good. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. My my uh, Memorial Day wasn't too eventful. The uh, my daughter had a fever uh, over the weekend. She's she's cutting more teeth, so she's been getting fevers. And on on uh, Saturday in the Sunday, her fever spiked to 103, and then last night it was spiking to 101. And uh, basically, I got very minimal sleep. My wife is a trooper because at 4 o'clock this morning, uh, she picked the baby up and actually took the baby downstairs so it wouldn't wake up the rest of the, the house. She, uh, the baby wouldn't wake up the rest of the house. So I give my wife a lot of credit. Uh, I also got to give her a lot of credit because... Uh, early in the morning, when we were all laying there, all tired, I promised her we would watch Corella, and then um, I just and then I forgot about it, and I decided to do the show. So she was she oh. she wasn't angry at me for deciding to do the show. It just it slipped my mind, and she reminded me like five minutes before I came down here. So I got I got to give my wife credit for not getting mad for that one. Although I'll probably hear about it later. Well, you know, you just got to, you know, you got you to do some extra special stuff for her. Yeah, well, I'll figure something out to make it up to her. But with the <laughs> with the lack of sleep, she probably would have fell asleep during the movie anyway. She's probably asleep right now. <laughs> well, I just heard the baby crying, so she's probably up there tending to the baby. I, I put the baby to bed, but uh, she wakes up about... 45 minutes or so after we first put her to bed and then she, she'll normally sleep through the rest of the night okay. I'm sure you remember those days with uh, your daughter Tim huh oh no I, I just decided to drink no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you drank I, I uh, did the whiskey trick and usually the baby sleeps through the night pretty well What's the whiskey trick? That normally doesn't work. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people condemn you for the whiskey trick. Uh, Mark, the, the whiskey, whiskey trick. The whiskey trick is uh, rubbing whiskey on their gums to to help uh, with teething. Okay. Uh, now they have creams and stuff you can rub on the gums instead of whiskey, but the old wives' tale is you do a little whiskey. My gums get inflamed. I drink alcohol, and that makes them feel better. <laughs> yeah, but you're an adult. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Tim, man, it's been a long time since uh, since I've talked to you. How's how's life over in Tennessee? It's going good. It uh, it definitely. I like it a lot better than Texas. That's for sure. That's good to hear. It uh, sounds like you're moving forward. 
I, uh, I'll be honest with you though, like it, it, it's great to be close to home, but it also, it's also it, being in the army, like I've been away from home for so long, it's not home to me anymore, you know? I don't like to really go that home that often anymore. That was one mistake I think I made uh, while I was on active duty was uh, every single leave period I went home instead of breaking it up and maybe taking different trips. And I w- Yeah, if- but you're a silly boy. You know you were going to go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, you know, now I kind of look back and I regret it. So, you know, that uh, that was... Well, not that I, re- not that I regret it. It's, it's just that I probably would have done it different. My... I, I give that advice to everybody all the time is, is split it up. I have a friend whose uh, son is 16 and he's already starting to do like ROTC in high school. And that's the biggest advice I gave to him um, that that I, I told him to split his leave time up. And he's, he's a hardworking yeah. kid. I, I enjoy um, he, he goes on rock marches with me, kind of keeps me motivated. Uh, cause he wants yeah. to train too. And, and I paid him, uh, I paid him a hundred bucks to come, come to my job site for the last couple of days and clean up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's a little side job I'm doing just hanging drywall. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. He probably appreciated it. Yeah. So, Mark, are you allowed to talk about your new job, or you, you want to just kind of... Uh, uh, well, I really don't... I honestly don't know too much about the new job. Okay. I'm going to be a dispatcher. Dispatcher for... Can you say who? For the major city police department. Oh, there you go. I'm sure people figured that one out. <laughs> and uh, it's six months of training starting tomorrow. That's pretty cool. Are you are you excited about the new job? Excited and nervous. Yeah, you'll do fine. Uh, that's what the training um, part is all for. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. If, if uh, I can get in the army and and go through all that, I'm sure you can get through your training here at the uh, uh, major city police department. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was kind of curious. What would you guys say was your best Memorial Day experience? Like a lot of people go on little trips on vacations and stuff like that. I just want to know, like, like, was there any specific Memorial Day that that sticks out to you guys? Uh, t- Tim, I want I want your answer first. So the, the, the so the best or the most the, the hardest because because I've been deployed to Afghanistan and I, I know a few people know one specific guy that I really like struck a chord and had us in a down Afghanistan that first Memorial Day was probably the hardest um, and paying homage to him was probably the the, the most honorable thing I think I've ever done in my life or I felt like I was he was there almost like not there but i was doing something for him and his family because that memorial day we went like and we set up everything so that we like his family and honor his grave and all that stuff oh so, man like 
that was the hardest one. The best one would probably be uh, when I, uh, when like a, a few years later, like before you and I met, when we all, uh, or a few years earlier, before you and I met, when uh, I would have, we were in Ohio, we just went boating up in Lake Erie and stuff for the weekend that was oh yeah 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 that, that's pretty cool yeah i'm glad that you you brought that up because i was kind of thinking uh more line of the boating you said um but but yeah the uh one of the hardest was when when i got home from afghanistan the first time and you and i deployed on that deployment but then there was, you know, a, a death recently after that. And it had more to do with, um, you, you know, losing the war at home. And, and yeah. I, think, I think that was the hardest because you, you realize that somebody that you went over with and somebody that, uh, that you had a lot of respect for is no longer here. And, and that, that Memorial Day was more for them uh yeah you know so i i would say i would say for for me uh one one experience that i enjoyed was um last year i did a virtual one for for covid because we had to do the social distancing thing and and uh, i did the ceremony for that and for me i dedicated that ceremony to everybody i knew who we had lost um yeah so mark i'll ask you the same question what's uh what's probably a memorial day that sticks out in your mind well i wasn't in the military like you guys and i consider myself very fortunate that i don't know anybody who has paid the ultimate sacrifice thank god but you know when i was a teenager in civil air patrol we marched in memorial day parades every year and I never forgot what that flag represented. And so you would say the the uh, Civil Air Patrol uh, Memorial Day parade, parades that you participated in? I, I never forgot what I was representing. Those men and women who made a choice to serve or were forced to serve when we had the draft, who made the ultimate sacrifice, never got the chance to come home. Yeah. Um... I would have to have to say my answer. One one of the uh, Memorial Days that sticks out before I was in the military. I was probably about 22, 23, 22 or 23 years old. And uh, the weekend before, I'd actually met a girl. And um, I met her at a party. I, I try to be careful with names. I don't want to uh, throw her name that throw her name out because she doesn't I don't know if she listens to the show or not but um she my friend was going after this girl at the party the entire time and uh, at the at the end of the night she gave me her phone number so next week I called her up and I was and she wanted to hang out that weekend which was Memorial Day and uh, me and my friends were going down to Wildwood and she was like, oh, you know, I really wanted to hang out this Memorial Day weekend. So I just told her, hey, come on down to Wildwood with us and she could stay at the the place I got. 
and me and my friends had chipped in we all threw in money got a big presidential suite and we went down and, and celebrated by barbecuing on the beach and that girl came down and uh, the, the big joke is I took her for a, uh, a four day weekend first date <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty cool story to share <laughs> to to celebrate Memorial Day, I think that that was a pretty good good one. Yeah. But um, other than that, there there was actually a uh, a quote from General Patton. Uh, you know, I got I got to look up the exact quote, but to paraphrase it, he said. They they would have wanted you to go out and have the the barbecues. They would have wanted you to go out and rock on. And they would have wanted you to go out and have a good time. And um, that's what this weekend is about: is celebrating the life of those who sacrificed so much for us. And uh, that's that's just basically what I wanted to focus on this show today. And uh, you know, I have to look up the exact quote. Because I, I saw it earlier in a tweet. Uh, what's that, Mark? I have for you. Uh, go ahead and read it if you have it. They would want you to barbecue. They would want you to go to the. They would want you to go to the beach. They would want you to pop your feet up, open a cold one, watch your kids play. They would want you to rock out with some live music. They would want you to. Kick. They would want you to watch a parade. They would want you to have a picnic in the park. They would want you to go for a bike ride. They would want you to go fit. They would want you to laugh. They would want you to sing. They would want you to be with friends. They would want you to bake a pie. They would want you to be with family. They would want you to fly or flag. They would want you to be free. I want you to understand the cost and never forget it. It is foolish and wrong to mourn the men and women that die. Rather, we should thank God such general george s patton yeah there, there's the there's the quote uh, right now uh i don't have my computer up my my computer that i have is uh is definitely seen better days that's probably time i got rid of it but uh and i have you guys on the messenger app on my phone while i'm recording on my ipad so uh, that's why I'm not able to look at look all that up. But Mark, I thank you for getting that quote for me. I, I gotta send you a good one from YouTube. It'll bring a tear to your eye. Um. Uh, yes. Go go ahead and send it. Um. Uh, you know, I'll put it on our Twitter page, Endless Gray One, at Endless Gray One. So that that sounds pretty good. Tim, you still there? I think it looks like I lost you. Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to mute mute. I, I want to mute myself, so I didn't interrupt. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I just saw that you, you, uh, you, you went blank there for a minute. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Is especially so things like is especially hard for even more people I know. Like me and active duty, we have tons of people who've been overseas and have known people that like have passed, unfortunately. 
and then all the all they're doing today is in remembrance of this person and I do this and remember of this person I do that. I'm being careful with names too. I I don't know their families and what they're doing out there, but yeah, it, it it really is a for me it's a heartwarming day and I just want to sit back and enjoy remembrance of all these people I see in things and uh, drink a few beers and just you know. Pour one out for the bullies again. <laughs> That'd be a cliche. Yeah, I, I um, I really wish I could have marched in the parade earlier today, but like I said, uh, just, just with the baby being sick, and I, I felt like I needed to be home, uh, and be with the family, yeah. and that, that's more important. Family, um, family talks everything. Yeah, but uh, it's the, this is definitely a day, and having been in active duty and been in the reserves. Um, there's so many people that as and what I noticed in the reserves is people will deploy a lot more than active duty because they constantly um, are volunteering so yeah so uh, it's it seems like you, you meet a lot more people and what's crazy is when I was on active duty and when I was in the reserves and I, I deployed both times I ran into a lot of the same people over there. Um, like when we were with the 19th, Tim, and we went over there and met with the 1020th out of Alabama. My second time going yeah. over with the 854, I ran into the 1021st, also out of Alabama. And it had nearly the same people from that first deployment. It's like everyone jumped on the bandwagon to deploy. And uh, I imagine that being over there so many times takes a different toll on every soldier individually. And and you know it's it's uh it's not an easy. Uh, I'm sure it's not an easy thing for anybody really going over there, no matter how many times you've been there. Uh, let alone going over there three, four different times. Yeah. No. No. It, it, oh, what were you gonna say? Me sometimes, like I will, I will, it, it was hard this morning. That's why I got up there early and I walked around outside. It was really hard for me, just because I because of the day. Yeah. And it, it it is. It's a somber day for for most, I'm sure. Uh, well, most who served. But uh, as as you know that that whole quote that Mark read for those who haven't served, it it it's a day to celebrate the life that that such men lived, such men and women. Yeah. Um. So we can uh, kind of start off of that subject and. Uh, uh, I like I like to go with the entertainment side of the show. I've been trying to include it each time. Uh, so, any have any of you seen any good movies lately? Um, I've seen the King Kong movie and Godzilla, and that was alright. I mean, I would say it was the best movie ever. Uh, I was definitely a uh, fan of the King Kong and Godzilla movie. Uh, but I, I also grew up watching 
the Godzilla the Godzilla series of movies. So it's yeah. kind of like being a little kid again watching them. Yeah, I think I think like we might be we come up when Lord of the Rings first came out in theaters, and to me that's the best movie of all time. Like I hold everything to that standard of that epicness and the fantasy and how how into it you're in. You want you don't ever want it to end. Yeah. The only other movie I think I had that feeling with was like the Adventure Game series, Adventure Wars, but. Lord of the Rings was much better of a, a whole show, I think. Oh, that's cool. And Mark, how about yourself? I honestly haven't seen any any really good movies in the last couple of years. I haven't been to that many good movies. Oh, all right. So, uh, yeah, but you don't have um, any subscriptions that like like HBO Max. Every movie that seems to be going in the theaters is showing up on on these streaming services now like uh i my my wife has a hbo my wife and i have hbo max subscription it's how uh, i've been seeing most of the movies hbo max as we get and it's really getting tough so i really want to see the friends reunion oh okay um probably something you should look into if that's what you want to want to try and uh and watch the friends reunion for, the next movie I'm really excited for is Top Gun 2. I'm looking forward to that as well, Top Gun 2. I'll yeah. be in the theater. I'll be in a theater the day that comes out. And uh, Tim just said Friends like he was surprised. I'll tell you, tell you what, Tim. My mom loved Friends, and I that was one show that I sat and watched with my mom a lot. So that's how I got into it, and and I actually pretty enjoyed, pretty much enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. So I, I saw a video from a TV show last night that I never remember happening. Uh, what was that? The TV show was Married with Children, and Kelly Bundy walks in with the boyfriend of hers. And she looks at Al, she says, What are you doing watching Friends? I thought you hate that show. He said, I do. But upon closer inspection, Jennifer Aniston is not wearing a bra. <laughs> Oh, oh wow! I didn't. You know what? It's been so. It's been so long. I didn't realize them two shows uh, would have crossed time frames. I, I thought um, the. I thought uh, Married with Children ended before that show started, but it, Married with Children went off in '97. Friends came out in '94. Oh, that, okay. So they did cross paths there. Uh, you know, I started to. Um, I only started watching in the late '90s. Cause, cause my mom my mom got me into the show, so that's where I caught up with it. So I didn't, I, I didn't know when Friends started. I started watching because, as you know, I'm an insomniac. And a few years ago, when it came to Nick at Night, that was the only thing on after the late night golf shows. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. In fact, I remember on my high school class trip, I don't think you went on. We got stuck in the snow going up there, so we ran out of the movies the teachers bought. And one of our classmates, for some reason, had some DVDs of Friends, and we were forced to watch those for six hours on the drive back. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't go to uh, that class trip. I, I forget why, but I know that I didn't go on it. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I did hear a recommendation. One of the guys that I follow on Snapchat gave a really good uh, recommendation for the Wrath of Man. 
and I, I would, I think I'm going to check that movie out. It looks pretty good. Um, did, huh. never heard of it. Yeah. It's just, it just something that, that I happened to see on Snapchat. So I gave a quick look to the trailer and it, and it looks, uh, it looks like something worth seeing. It has Jason Statham in it. And, um, according to the person on Ch Snapchat, it's not his typical type of movie that he does. Yeah. I, uh, I remember we used to watch B-rate movies sitting in my front room in Fort Knox. Yeah, I, I forget what movie it was, but we were sitting there and about halfway through it, both me, you, and your wife looked at each other and was like, all right, let's turn this movie off. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about the new Mortal Kombat? Did any of you, did either of you see that? No, I haven't seen it yet. I I recommend that if you're if you're a uh, fan of the Mortal Kombat series, uh, you know from Sega and uh, and PlayStation, I believe it was on. If you're any fan of that, you got to see the movie because it. it it does it does itself justice. It's definitely no 1995 and 1996 versions, but it's definitely um, it definitely holds its own. <laughs> Tim, yeah. Tim's doing the filters, <laughs> and and I'm loving it right now. It's great. No, I just mess around, you know. Yeah, as you saw, you did the tarantula filter roll over your face. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So, uh, yeah, how about, um, any other movies, any, any other, uh, ones you guys want to point out, maybe what you've seen or you want to see coming up? Um, I'm looking for, well, there's not a whole lot I'm looking forward to because I really haven't been paying attention. Yeah. So, I really don't. I mean, movies are kind of really sparse right now. Like, the best, I, honestly, the best movies that I've seen that come out are from, like, Netflix and like Hulu and those original movies. Yeah, yeah, but, um, I, I don't, I wasn't really paying a lot of attention to, uh, some things from, like, Hulu. My wife has a Hulu account. But yeah. but Hulu's not one that I watch too often. So if you're saying check out Hulu, I'll start I'll start Hulu. doing that too. Um, we tend to watch a lot of older movies uh, on Netflix. I think that Hulu. I think Hulu's better for TV shows, and Netflix is better for like movies. That's that's good. Uh, I I've been watching um, the, the I watched The Mandalorian. I like Disney Plus because it, it's a it's a good way to catch up on some some things like The Mandalorian, and it definitely has uh, the old old Disney films are are definitely among the best. I say definitely oh, way yeah. too much. <laughs> it's like a filler word. Next year, be like back in my day. Yeah, uh, yeah. Remember that time we went to the Hooters and the the girl called me the old balls. I'm calling Grandpa now because I'm getting too old. <laughs> so, Mark, that's a story that was pretty funny. Um, I think it was one of one of the guy's birthdays, and he was turning what twenty two. 
So I think it was was it Renard? No, it wasn't uh, Renard. I want to say it was Walker. Hmm. He he was just turning like twenty two. And we went to that Hooters out of Fort Knox, outside of Fort Knox in Louisville. Yeah. So then um, we're sitting there, beautiful waitress walks up. And she turns around and asks everybody, hey, because uh, we said it was, I think we said it was his birthday. She said, how, how old are you turning? He says, 22. And then um, she goes around the table. How old are you turning? And Tim, I think you were 24 at the time maybe because i was 26 yeah yeah so so i think i think it was 23 24 23 24 she gets to me and i say 26 she turned around and was like oh you're the old balls of the group <laughs> i've only ever had two funny experiences with what's that buddy oh the first one you were with me when we were into that girl that i went to college with Oh man, but yeah, you gotta tell this story because I'm drawing a blank on it. So Vince and I went to a Hooters in one of the local, one of the nearby towns in our city. And this waitress, drop dead gorgeous, comes up to us, take our order, and she's looking at me. And I'm not exactly good, a good-looking guy, so it's strange when a woman is looking at me. And she's like, "Did you go to such and such a school for college?" And I'm like, yes, I did. She's like, I know you. I'm, and she says her name. And I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh, you work at Hooters here? Remember that now, Ben? Yeah, yeah, I think I do. That, that that's right. Uh, it, it was in the next town over. It would have been the Ben Salem Hooters. And another time, I was up in Canada with a friend. And you know, we're Americans. We don't really pay attention to the foreign holidays. And we end up in Toronto during Canada's Thanksgiving. There are two places open to eat. McDonald's or Hooters. So you went to the obvious choice? And they're watching American football. But the best thing is I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I start laughing. My friend looks at me, what's so funny? I'm like, you ever see the movie Big Daddy? He's like, yeah, why? I'm like... Everything happens at Hooters in Toronto. We're in that Hooters in Toronto. Oh, that's pretty funny. You recognize it as the as the Hooters in the movie. It just made sense. They made a lot of references to the Sky Dome. The Sky Dome was right down the street from where we were. Yeah, that's pretty great, man. That is pretty funny. I still find it totally ironic. There's Hooters in just about every other big city in the country. Except Philadelphia. Well, there there was one in Philly. Uh, there was one at Franklin Mills Mall, and then that they one, that they one closed and moved to another location. Yeah, it, it was at Franklin Mills Mall. It closed, and then it moved to Ben Salem, and and um, I think it was as recently as like two thousand. Yeah, but the, yeah, after Ben Salem, uh, recently it was at Welshington Boulevard and it closed there. Uh, it's just they they closed because of our soda tax. Yeah, yeah, they uh, the, the soda tax sucks. Yeah, it's like my friends find it weird when I go to New York and I'm like, soda is so cheap here. 
Oh, that, that that's something we need to we need to get we we need to stop that right now. It's like that soda tax because that pushed a lot of business out of the city. And, and right now, when businesses are fighting to stay alive. Yeah, yeah, they we sh, we should uh, definitely fight to repeal that. And I I think with the next mayor, uh, I know this is Kenny's last term. Uh, not to get too political, but that that mayor should definitely look into um, repealing that because it, it does it just it hurts business here. There's no reason for soda to be taxed twice because that's what's that's what's happening. They're taxing it for buying it, and then they're taxing it by the ounce. What's that? Tim, how much is a two-liter Coke where you are? Oh, um, they pay a dollar fifty. We pay about four dollars. Oh wow. Yeah, it's taxed twice, which which technically is illegal. You get you get taxed for buying it. And then they tax you for the uh, by the ounce, I believe. They they tax it like a penny and a half by the ounce. Yeah. And then it it, it like it shoots the price up for everything. It's crazy. And the city's argument is that it's a tax on the manufacturers. Well, what do they expect the manufacturers to do when their costs go up? It's just going to go to the consumer. I mean, you're a carpenter. You see what the prices of wood are. They're got to be passed along to the consumer. That also that has a lot to do with the fact that everybody bought the wood during COVID because everyone was doing, um, you know, a lot of house projects and stuff. Uh, right now, there's shortages, and then there's a shortage on workers. So there's no one to man the plants. You're seeing a shortage of workers in just about every industry. Yeah, especially food. I, yeah, I, I, mean, I, was at, I was at a diner the other night, and I'm like, you guys looking for the 11th when you could reopen 24 hours? And the cashier looked at me and said, well, we can reopen 24 hours, but we don't have a staff. Yeah, when um, I, I did a show recently where I addressed it, I think it's a combination of a few things. I I'm not saying that there definitely isn't lazy workers, but I also think there's a dynamic shift. Uh, people want jobs with long-term, uh, long-term stability and benefits, and the food industry, especially being servers, that's that's not always the most long-term job with benefits. A lot of people are usually trying to get something uh, in that field trying to get something temporary while I go to school or something along those lines. So so with this shortage now and the openings being there, I don't think I don't think a lot of people are seeing it as a long-term and stable uh you know a long-term and stable job for the future or career path. I think they're going. I think they're holding out for some things. So it's de- it's definitely a combination of that, and and people just being lazy, not not wanting to take the work. Cause cause why? You know, we have that stimulus package now. Why would you take a, a stimulus package that's paying you like six six hundred dollars a week versus a job that might pay you you know six fifty a week and th- this. Look- People are taking the alternative. 
Well, one of my coworkers basically had the mindset. He hated the job. He was hoping to get fired so he could get the unemployment. And he would have made more in the unemployment than he would have made working. Yeah. And, uh, Tim, how, how's the... Though I know you went through a lot with the Army as far as uh, COVID. How, how was that experience? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it was... Um, I felt like I was unemployed some days, especially if there were a few people that um, was exposed to somebody with COVID or someone had COVID, and then they, they pretty much like quarantined everybody got direct contact with them in 32 hours, which 30 people would get like quarantined and then two weeks off to make sure they didn't have any symptoms and stuff like that. But I pretty much worked for free, or I didn't do hardly anything because training digitally with a bunch of my publishers. But then that can only go so far, it's all like just talking. It was, uh, it gave us a different idea how to run things. And I think it gave leaders a different idea how they can do training. And showed the art overall, or gave them an idea of a different way to approach different. Things. Yeah, we we had a lot of um, online training as well, just for drill weekends, and it, it got very confusing at times, uh, especially if we were going from online training to in-person drill, online training to in-person drill. Uh, sometimes they tried to have half the unit in for drill while the other half was doing online training and then the other way around. Uh, but it definitely opened up some doors to to new training. And it was it was type of training we've seen on, on active duty as well. You had your distance learning as the SSDs or DLCs or whatever they call them now. Uh, structured self-developments and distance learning courses, the DLCs, wh- yeah. where where they're doing a lot more online type things. Yeah. It almost felt like when I went to college online, in a way. It, uh, yeah, that's how we had. I had to set up a bunch of classes for our soldiers. I build up pretty much a mini curriculum for them. Yeah, it, it, I'm sure it gave you uh, a lot better experiences for for future training. Yeah. Well, uh, all right, guys. Uh, I think with that, I'm probably going to wrap up the show. I, I appreciate having you guys on. And uh, thanks for thanks for coming. Yeah, no, thank you for inviting me. Glad I can make it this time. Yeah, uh, I know you were supposed to be on last time, and your family came up, so you didn't make it. And and Mark, you uh, you were on last time. I I called up, and you you were having technical difficulties with your phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but John Max filled in. He was one of the soldiers that I was training, and um, he he did a very good show on microgreens. Uh, he he sent me some honey, so maybe I'll contact him and see if if I want to uh, 
if you guys want some honey or if you guys want to try these microgreens uh, I'll contact him and see if maybe he'll send you some out he just charged me a few yeah microgreens Oh, I thought you said micro or greens. Oh, gr greens like uh, it's a it's at the plants like 14 days. He, he explains it in the in the show. Uh, you can listen to the last show. Um, but it's like herb, I guess herbs and spices. But but within the first couple couple of days, you get you get more out of it. So. Uh -huh. Got it. Who knows, Tim? You like to cook. You you might. Um, it might be beneficial for you to look them up. Yeah. No, I, well, we have a big garden in our house. In the city, so That's cool. I love gardening. So. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, it's getting a little late and I'm, I'm got to get ready for, for bed and, and, uh, cause I got work tomorrow and I know Mark, your first day's tomorrow, right? Yep. I got my alarms at 4 a.m. Awesome. And uh, Tim, wake up, wake up, go to dirty. Yeah, Tim, I know you. I know you wake up every day pretty early for PT. Yeah, well, I got leave. I'm on leave, so. Oh yeah, that's right. You're you're on leave. Uh, I'm I'm just tired. It's kind of slipped my mind. Yeah. All right, but uh, it was it was great having you guys on the show, and uh, we're running our runtime for this segment of the show is at forty six minutes. Uh, so we did a pretty good show, and I'm glad to have you guys on. I'll have you guys on again soon. All right, man. Right. Take it easy, guys. Bye. And thanks for your service. Thank you, Mark. Catch you later, man. All right, guys, that was uh, Tim Berger and Mark Eichler, uh, two guys I've had on the show before. I really appreciate them coming on. I hope everyone enjoyed the long weekend, and um, God bless our service members in uniform. God bless the families of those who made the ultimate sacrifice. I hope everyone enjoyed their Memorial Day. for listening to the Run Through the Endless Gray podcast. We're grateful to our listeners, but none of this would be possible if it weren't for the Anchor app. Anchor helps distribute the podcast and other podcasts on multiple platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And if you want to reach out to us with what you think about the show or show-related topics, you can hit us on Twitter. That is at EndlessGray1. Gray is spelled with an A. That's Endless Gray 1, capital E, capital G, the number one on Twitter.